For far too long, injury lawyers have cared way too much about money and boosting their egos, and not enough about the people they serve. That stops now. Welcome to the Mutrux Firm Injury Lawyers Podcast, where trial lawyer Tyson Mutrux cuts through the BS and gives you practical takeaways to get you back on your feet, settle your case, and get on with your life. No fluff, no ego. And now, here's your host, Tyson Mutrux. Welcome back to the Mutrix Firm Injury Lawyers Podcast. My name is Tyson Mutrix. I'm your host, and I'm the owner of Mutrix Firm Injury Lawyers. And today I'm going to talk about depositions. Now, in the next episode, I'm going to go into detail how to prepare for a deposition. So if you are a client and you're getting ready for a deposition, listen to this, but then also listen to the next episode so you get some more detailed information. Now, we will meet as well, uh, so we'll cover a lot of the same principles. But it's also a nice little um, nice little primer for you to get prepared for that. Or if you're driving to your deposition right now, it's a good little one to listen to before your deposition just to give you some, some reminders. So what is a deposition? Because we're just going to go over the basics right now. A depos- deposition is just an examination under oath. Uh, now, what does that mean, right? It, it, what it means is, is that your testimony, your under oath, it's just like being in court, all right? So you're not actually going to be in court for the deposition, but it's just like you are in court because you've got a court reporter there. I will be there as your attorney, and if it's if I'm taking the other uh, person's deposition, then their attorney will be there. But if it's your deposition, you'll be there. I'll be there with you. Court reporter will be there usually at the end of the conference room table. I'll usually be sitting right next to you. Uh, and then across the table is usually the defense counsel. The defendant has ha, can be in the room, but it's it's extremely rare that that ever happens. In the last ten years, it's happened one time, and so it's it's very very uncommon for that to happen. But it has happened, so um, just know that that is a possibility, albeit un, highly unlikely. Um, there's usually very little, if any, benefit to having the other person in the room. So. Again, you've got across the table, defense counsel. At the end of the table, the court reporter, which is taking notes, um, either typing or uh, it's weird. They use this. Some some court reporters use what it looks like a fighter pilot mask. So if you if you picture that mask that a fighter pilot wears, it looks a lot like that. They hold uh, hold that over their their mouth, and they repeat everything that is said in the room. It's bizarre how it works, but that's that's exactly how it works. And so um, don't be thrown off by that. The first time I saw it, I was like, whoa, what is that? But now I'm used to it. You, you sort of ignore it. They sort of sit into the background anyways. You don't quite see them. They're, they're there. You, you, you forget that they're there. But court reporter, usually, usually at the end of the table, then you're sitting right next to the court reporter, and then I'm sitting next to you. That's the typical layout of how it works. And what's going to happen is the defense counsel is going to be asking you questions. If it is a deposition of the defendant, I will be asking the questions, um, just like if we were if we were in court. I would ask be asking a series of questions. They're going to get into um, pretty much everything for for an injury case. They're going to get into your current medical history, your prior medical history, basically any injury injury you've ever suffered. They're going to get into your 
your family history. They're going to ask about your parents, your, your, your spouse, your significant other, your children, any possible witnesses, any loved ones. They're going to get into all of that information because they want to know if they know anything about what happened. All right. And I'm going to do the same thing when it comes to the defendant. If it's the doctor's deposition or some other expert, I'm going to get into their expertise and what they know about. If it's any witnesses, I'm going to go into what they witnessed. But that that's the basics. We're not going to get into a whole lot of other information with those other parties because they're not a party. All right. It's not relevant. But when it comes to um, the parties to the case, we can get into a little bit more information. We're going to ask about things like criminal history. So if you've got any um, prior charges, any convictions in your past, we're going to get into that information as well. And again, in in the next episode, I'm going to talk about in more detail that those things, so you have an idea of what to expect and what to what to prepare for. But but we'll we'll go into that stuff uh, then. I just wanted for this episode episode to give you an idea of what a deposition is, what the layout of it is, um, uh, so to speak, and so you, you have a good understanding of that. Just know that. The layout I just gave you, it's not always 100%. Sometimes we'll have to do things at, let's say, a courthouse, or which is extremely rare, at a library, um, at some other law office. Uh, because if you don't live in the county uh, where the case is currently presiding, then we would sometimes we'll do it in that county. And so we have to find a place to do it. That's why sometimes we'll be doing these things at, a, at someone's kitchen table. Not, it's not always at a conference room. But um, that does happen sometimes. Sometimes we'll do the doctor's depositions at the doctor's house. It just depends on the situation. They're not always at a conference room, although they usually are. And I, I, I think most people do prefer that because it's easier with the setup of, of getting that done. Is it on video? Usually it is not on video. If it's an, of an expert, a doctor, or of a witness, many times those are on video. But usually for the parties involved, it's rare that it is on video. And if it is on video, we'll make sure you know in advance so you can dress appropriately. Otherwise, um, it, it's you can dress casual. So on that note, what do you wear to a deposition? Well, what you're going to wear to the deposition is whatever you're comfortable in. If it's video, you're going to dress like what I tell people. It's like you're going to church. Okay, So you're going to dress up to it. You're going to wear something fairly formal. Uh, it doesn't have to be completely buttoned up, but you want to look nice. If you're not, if it's not being, if it's not on video, whatever makes you comfortable. I personally, if it's not a video deposition, will wear jeans and sometimes a t-shirt to a deposition because they're not going to see me. Um, they're not going to see you. They're going to just really the only time anyone's going to see the transcript is if they read it <laughs> and then a jury is not going to read it and it doesn't say what you're wearing. All right. Uh, so let's talk about that for a second. What does the, what does the transcript show? Many, many people think that uh, the court reporter puts any, everything that happens in that room in there, you know, Mrs. Jones stood up and walked to the, to the, to the wall and lean against the wall. None of that's in there. Okay. It's only the questions that are asked and the answers and any objections. There, there's no time on there. It doesn't say, you know, at, at 5.52 p.m., such and such asked this question. No, it's none of that. It's the question. It's the answer. Any objections, any other comments that are made on the record. Otherwise, nothing else is in there, so don't worry about that. All right, I think I've, I think I've covered enough of what I want to cover today for that. The next episode, I'll get into the more about what to expect, 
more of the tips that I have for you, any other questions you might have, I'll try to address those in the next episode. If you have any other questions, though, give me a call, 888-550-4026. You can check us out at tysonmutrix.com. You can also, if you want, submit questions here to the podcast via the show notes. So click down below uh, wherever you get your podcast. There should be a link, and you can submit audio questions to us, and we will not use your name on the air if you don't want us to. All right, that's all I have for you. Make it a great day out there. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Mutrux Firm Injury Lawyers Podcast, a production of Mutrux Firm, LLC. We offer a free 30-minute strategy session to discuss your personal injury case. You can ask us anything free of charge. Call 888-550-4026 to schedule your call or use the link in the show notes. If you're trying to handle your personal injury case on your own and running into issues with the insurance adjuster or not getting the treatment you need, try these three things. One, don't give a recorded statement. Two, ask your doctors to do your treatment on a lien. And three, don't negotiate with the adjuster prior to getting all of the treatment you need. Check out our YouTube channel for more helpful tips where we have hundreds of how-to and explainer videos or go to TysonMutrucks.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.